the uh uh it wasn't an email back in 73 well okay out. the correspondence yeah but they did send them a telex okay and the telex was like you know you need to learn how to be a director but, this is a disaster i i have it uh who saved it like the the studio or something carl what, what number do you have don't you dare michael no Spiegelman. i just i just moved my uh Let's see. Okay, 2019, 2020, 2021, 2022. The years are passing by. Tell me when you get to 30, okay? Two. 28, 29, 30. Okay, great. Okay, let's let me hear where we're going at. So yeah, I guess he's been Shanghai now. Huh? Who did this to you? You tell me. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. So the other crew kidnaps him, so Tony sees him. And he says, what happened? And one of the, here's one of the jokes in the movie. I've been kidnapped. You've so been kidnapped? Free? You're just a kid. Yeah, he's letting him free. <laughs> well, he's letting him, he's untying him and letting him on. And uh, we're going to go see him. But basically, he's, he's now part of the crew. You know, it's one of the reasons why I thought the story was written in the 1800s, because it's pretty similar to... Robert Louis Stevenson's shit. Yeah, well, maybe that was the model. So <clears throat> he's not going to be. Ah, there you go, kid. So he's yeah. not going to be abducted like he's tied up. He's now like, now they've shanghaied him and he's part of the crew. Right. So he's going to hate the scratch. He hates Dick Scratcher, you okay. know, as most most people do. And then uh, he's going to be buddies with this this suave guy Tony. And again, okay. like this is like the fun. This is the fun times in this movie. The cowboy American. Yeah, the cowboy American. Let's see if I can get his voice. It's like the worst. It's a very distinct pirate voice. <laughs> but he did a shitty job acting. What like, or is it supposed to be comedic? He stopped showing up, you know, and they would have to wait for him. For sellers or for uh... sellers. Okay. You know, the other guy did, he was there, he was there with his family. Like, everyone was on the fucking island of, Cy of Cyprus, so they yeah. they were able to bring their families. And uh, they actually had one of Peter Sellers' daughters talk. She's about our age. And just saying that she would never see him, and then when they had birthday parties, it would be super extravagant, because it was the only time they really saw each other. And she just took it for granted. You know, she just assumed that's what it was. Okay, so these two actors are terrific, and yeah. the older of the two, uh, actually, uh, it's a guy named Jamie. Oh, I wrote it down. Uh, it's Murray Melvin was on the documentary, and the other guy is named Jimmy, Jamie, Jamie, James Fuller. Murray Melvin. James Fuller is the one with the sideburns, and then the actor. Oh, now, this is they're British. Oh no no. They yeah, they're British. So they, they see this ship. Now, this is like a really funny bit. This movie is like an Put oasis. All right. Well, the guy with the sideburns, the, the fussier of the two, spoke, speaks to the director. Uh -huh. And the other director, the other guy passed away, but he was like a beloved actor. There's a strange sub-story that it's evolved, it involves one of these guys in this movie. So let me set up the joke. The Brits are coming. Here's the British music. The right. Brits are coming. The do the Brits are coming no. now. They're the Navy of yesteryear. The brilliant idea is that he's going to put makeup on everyone, 
They're going to take a ship on the shit on the poop deck so things smell. And they're going to say they have the red plague. Remember the red plague? <laughs> no. You can't tell in this print. I swear to God, oh, I thought they had like the brown plague. <laughs> well, they're coming up here. They're very, this is, you know, and the guy was upset. He said, we were only in one scene to, at all. Like these guys show up, promises like a good movie is going to happen, and then they leave. And I'm playing the music so you'll set up the punchline. So the director was saying, like, they ran out of budget, and when they were shooting, they had a cheat being on the open sea. So you'll see shots where they're like, look, it looks like at the open sea. Right. And then there's other ones where they just put the camera down low on the boat and mm -hmm. shot it that way. Mm -hmm. All right. <laughs> So do you see that distinct red mark? Oh, I know that guy's face. I could be wrong. I think he he has to be the older uh, octetarian in the documentary. This was 73, and the documentary was like 40 years later. Yeah. 40, yeah, so it's interesting because he's still bitter about it. So he's this, supposed to have red dots on him? Yeah, exactly. And in the documentary, it's clear as a bell. And in this, this print with the tracking, the, the cute little tracking in the bottom, it's not the greatest, but it exists, and I like that. <laughs> yeah, this is YouTube, and this is our show. I wouldn't have it another way, really. So if they're basically saying, you know, you pirates are now under the Brits, and we're going to take your shit. And by the way, what's that red mark, and why does it smell like shit? <laughs> and they'll say, oh, we got the red plague. And then they're like, meep, meep, I'm out of here. You mean Roadrunner? Yeah, they're out. Pew! And then there's a there's a punchline with the music and the uh, film as they they escape. So there's not much of a plot going on, right? No. Well, I don't know. So one of the things was that Sellers got so pissed off he you know uh, medic receives guy. Yeah, they received a nasty telex saying it's all the fault of the director. He's pissed at this guy. He's not really talking to him or this and that. So he says. Get Spike Milligan on the island. He's going to rewrite this fucking movie. Okay. While they're shooting. So look, they all have the red plague. We gotta go. So here, check out the music. It's sped up backwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very nice. I swear to God, if this movie was nothing like bits like this, I would mm -hmm. love it. 93 minutes of fucking bits like this? God bless. But it's not. When, when Spike shows up and he starts changing things, the tone of the movie is completely different. That's weird, and that guy knows what he's doing. Yeah, I don't think he knew what he was doing here. You know, like, he, they talked to uh, Spike Mulligan's assistant. I think right. they, they were an item because she still lives in that house, but this gorgeous house in London. All right, so here's the deal. The captain's saying, we're going this direction, and Smiley is saying, that's bullshit. It's actually the island's that direction. So set Who's up sail smiling? this way. All right. Who's smiling? Uh, the swashbuckling guy, Tony okay, Francisco. That's his name, Sw Smiley. No, I don't really remember his name. Oh, you just call him that? Okay. Yeah. It helps me sort him out. One of the pirates himself, the one with the brown glasses at one point, right. he looks like that comedian that you, you saw. He was actually from Cyrus. And he said that they interviewed him in the dock, and he said... Cypress. 
Cyprus, yeah. yeah so yeah. he was there, and they, there's a scene that they pretend it's Algiers. It's shot in the market there. And they stopped, and he went to the com- get buffet, commissary, and they stopped him. They said, extras can't eat here. This is right, only right, right. for the actors. <laughs> they said, what bullshit? I'm a fucking actor. And he was thought like we were treated by natives. He wasn't the only one being treated this way. They had a riot, and three-fourths of their extras left, and they took the costumes. They had this a is on land. What was the complaint? That the, the British film production was treating them like shit. You know, what like they mean? they weren't able to eat. They they weren't able to go to craft services. They were, you know, they were dressed up and it was poorly it was poorly produced at this time. Uh-huh. So when you see that scene, like they all left and they had to go back to the actual market, the the production crowd, and rebuy the item the costumes they left with. All right. So let's see what's going on here. That's mutiny. Okay, he goes, uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna mutiny. And he goes, What's mutiny? And he goes, We're gonna stop working. And Peter Seller <laughs> stop working. That's mutiny. That's funny. I tell you, there's some great bits of this. But it's like it's like really cool cherries in a big bowl of nasty ass jello. This film. Mm-hmm. Like you can't wait for the the cherries are cool. All right. Well, yes, this sure the Jello. It kind of reminds me a little of Cabin Boy, the Chris Elliott movie. Well, it's on. That's on a ship. But it's a funny movie in parts. You know, there's there's some parts where just nothing happens. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Hey, I'm a talking cupcake that spits tobacco. I remember that that cheating. Um, what was she? She was like an enchantress kind of. Right. Oh, the Anne Magazin? Oh, no, no, on the... Uh... No, like, he goes into that cave, and there's, like, a woman with a lot yeah. of arms or something. A lot of arms. And, and it. then her husband comes home. Right. He's like, yeah. you know, and she has to play it <laughs> off. It's pretty good. Pretty good. I, I liked how he ate the chum, and he thought it was, like, a look soup. At this. The kid just looked in the camera. He said, you're going to be a pirate. So they, they, they put down their other fake flag and put up their true pirate flag. So Mulligan shows up and he plays a character that's from the book, Billy Bombay. But being Spike Milligan, he's Billy Bombay from Bombay. And basically, he's an old shipmate. He also was able to see ghosts. That's why uh, Peter Sellers knows. So they're going to meet him and he's going to say, I'll get you the treasure. I have my own treasure on that island too. Okay. But that's uh, where here we are on the book. The premise here is We've got to get in contact, or, or at least Peter Sellers does, have to get in contact with the ghost, you know, right. Peter Boyle, find out where the treasure is. Right. So here they find a, they're ready to attack this lone ship, although there is one thing on the ship. It's it's abandoned? But yeah. Course, okay. There's one, I think this is where they find it. Yeah, and they have the cheesy fucking music. Listen, I mean, this is like the... This fast speed voice. It is a trap. Whoa. This was shot intentionally like this? I don't know. Sometimes I feel like they just had nothing there. So they just, you know, he he had the burden after this experience to edit the film. You know, so... The, the medic, Madag. Okay. 
so he uh, he did what he could, you know. And so a lot of these scenes, they're sped up with crazy sound effects. Because uh, he's trying know. to make something work. Yeah. Or maybe it was intentional. Like the the spirit of the film, like it's sped up like this. Maybe. But he had to make from the time of writing, like this yeah. was part of okay. But it's not that funny. I don't know, it's weird. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of these look like medieval knights or something. Why are they right? If we were in colonial uh sixteen hundreds, we shouldn't see are they Spaniards and they still... Yeah, so they're this is actually changed to seventeen hundreds in the Caribbean. Oh, because so. he woke up twenty years later? No, he didn't wake up, Carl. He just now, yeah, I keep saying that. He was looking for the map in his book. Next thing you know it, time has passed and it's twenty years later. So it's like that was just done to be a gag. It's right. funny, but the right. plot still it went from the silent movie, the Nickelodeon flickering images, to present day. Okay. Present day. Oh, so he it's said, listen, you can go out there, you know, being a pirate. Well, we're pirates. I want you to be in. Yeah, I love pirates. Boys love pirates. <laughs> now, there's a fly bothering him. Right? I mean, Okay, it's that'll just... be our comedic premise. He's just doing his own thing at this point. Yep. Killed the fly, Carl. <laughs> now I can go to sleep. The first time I watched this movie, I go, oh, no, the boat's going to go. Okay, this is kind of like... Okay, but they I... don't play that out. It was just... No, no, it's fine. Yes, this is the abandoned ship. It's abandoned, but there's a duck on it. We already saw the abandoned ship, and there were... People. But here's another ship. He Well, he doesn't see anything right now, Carl. Because the cap is on? Because the cap is on. Oh, I, 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 <laughs> so yeah, they're basically going. It's called a duck hunt, and they find a boat with a duck. So guess what's going to happen in the next ten minutes? But 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 how is this getting him closer to Peter Boyle? They're they're sailing towards the island. We're, okay, we're heading. They're on their way to the island, and they're they're bumping into things, and we're right seeing little things. little set pieces. Oh, yeah. It's the journey, Carl. It's, it's a, a baby boat. I don't know. It's. I really, 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 really paid attention to the scene <laughs> because it was like I didn't know what was going on. They basically chased the duck. They they're gonna go on shore trying to shoot this duck. While the duck's waddling. That's it. That's the whole. That's the whole scene. Surrender, he's saying to the duck. You know, I'll give you. I'll tell you the story of the. They're trying commercial. to be funny. Yeah. Now you know he he went through the boat like that. That gag was used in a cigarette commercial that was shot during this time. Okay. Peter Sellers went up to the director. It was the first weekend they had, and he said, "Hey, can you do me a favor? Me and Spike are going to shoot a Benson and Hedges uh, commercial. Can you direct it? Okay, we'll shoot yeah. it on the island. They set it up." That guy, Jamie, one of the, the British guys, he's there. So basically, they're breaking into steel gold bullion, and they stop the security bell by putting a Benson and Hedges pack in the bell. And this okay. is on YouTube, this commercial. Okay. And when they leave, Jamie wants to smoke. He sees a pack on the desk, takes it out. When he opens it up, it's empty. The guy said, well, take the one on the cigarette. Take the one on the bell. So he takes it, and the alarm goes off. Gotcha. So they have to jump into a boat. Spike Milligan is covered in gold bullion. 
he breaks through the boat. Okay. The end. Problem yeah. is, both Spike Milligan and Peter Sellers are uh, spokesmen for the Anti-Smoking League, and they can't touch the box of cigarettes they tell the director during the shoot. Okay. Why did they take the gig? Peter Sellers got a brand new Mercedes Benz with cash money, tax not tax money, but cash money in the car. That's the reason why they did. He got fifty thousand dollars in uh, pounds in, in cash, cash in a brand new Mercedes Benz. Spike Milligan got five uh, five thousand pounds. And the other guy got five hundred. That's very heavy. Five thousand pounds. I know. I can carry. Have a wheelbarrow. Yeah. Yeah, 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 you do. Back. Yeah. Okay, so now they're at Algiers. This is so. This is where the king is well, waiting. We're really for... in Cyprus still. Yeah, this is beautiful. I mean, he walks around Cyprus saying nothing has changed. Six thousand years is still the same. What is only forty years compared to the beauty? So yeah, so it's gorgeous. It looks. It still looks like this. And they're saying shit. The king wants us to give treasure. So oh yeah, they they. Go sure there's gonna be dancing girls. Dootily, 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 do. And but he's not gonna... true, or it is true. He's just revving up the ship. There's not gonna be any. There's only two women in this movie: the woman who served the food, and then in a sight gag later. But it's all guys. Well, in wasn't show. a woman singing? Okay, two women. Three. Three. Okay. So there was the Irish woman, and then a gag later on. That's it. So they're coming ashore. They have to give the king treasure. This is the uh, sword of the prophet's ship. And he, okay. the guy's waiting for Raz Muhammad, the captain, to come. So he says, look, I'll tally up. Whatever you got, we'll give it to the king. Here, I'll play so you can hear his pop And, and, and like, it's going to get a pathetic collection. Eggs. Locks. Here's a oh look at that! I find the kettle. Right, so here we are, a little disaster. What? My watermelon dock stand. Now the king is examining the other ship's bounty. Yeah, what have you? Fair enough. Again, everyone in this scene is going to fucking quit, riot, and steal their shit and walk off. <laughs> but right now, we're seeing a scene. So he, he's showing all the treasures. The and documentary gonna get... is, I think I need to see it. I mean, I, I you do a better job researching because you go through multiple sources. I just felt like this is so analog. Mm -hmm. What was the film saying that maybe I'll spoil the party, but I absolutely recommend the documentary. Here's their treasure. There's a treasure. You must take your honor. He murdered never once. What ship are you? Here we go. Oh, the ship. Oh, yeah, I got it written down right here. I got it. Hang on. Hang on. It's on a piece of paper. So he's here. He's gonna, the king's going to explain it. You're late. Years late. Years late. And where is Rock Muhammad, the captain? Oh. But he was supposed to, Ross, the captain was supposed to go to the Portugal islands, right? And, uh -huh. and take, she's like, How did he go? He's like, Oh, I was supposed to get like slaves and riches. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the joke. How did he go? He went, eh, Like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, there's fucking jokes in this movie. 
<laughs> How did he go? <laughs> like that. So he is Irish too? No, he's not. Okay, okay. He's but he's not like the thing pirate. Yeah, but we when we see pirate, we think of like Johnny Depp. We think of Ark, Ark. Right. But he's like a Madrigalakis Papai on the set of uh, the movie. Yeah, he does have that little Irish thing. Okay, well, you know what? He says to the king, I abducted this boy who's going to find treasure. And the king's like, oh, I like this little boy. I'll take him. And they're like, no, don't take my boy. My boy is going to find the ghost. Don't you understand? I need him. Okay. I'm like, no. I want my kid. I can't afford my father. Yeah, so he goes on like that for a while. Yeah. So we have a storyline now. There is have to... something Irish because he's like a father. You know, yeah, like I, it's I written it. in his pirate accent, but. It's definitely like a C. Like I, uh, do you, have you ever listened to the Goon Show, the no. radio show? No. Do you know no. of it? Yes, I know of it, and always from researching, and it's always about where Peter Sellers started. And right, of course, it was him and Mulligan at the same time, and uh, it's funny. Like it's incomprehensible. I used to listen to the records at the library, you know, right. the listening table, but it was. Uh, incomprehensible What's, like it's so 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 silly the accent the humor okay so this is tony right he's having a he's talking to king and he says don't worry about it king i got it covered once scratch finds the treasure i'm going to kill him and the king says well i hope you kill him slowly and he's like oh i hope so too don't show him from him he's made me such a coward and if I talked to him, he would die of a heart attack. Now, what do you suggest? Provision. <laughs> you see, he believes I am his friend. Yeah, please. <laughs> Let him lead me right to the pressure. And then oh. put him to death. Uh-huh. Right? This is like such a long movie. He's been doing this for 20 years now. Uh-huh. He's waiting for the captain to, to show him the treasure, and then they're going to get him. Yeah, see that premise, but it's just a silly, silly thing, so it's okay, but it isn't it. reasonable that they would still be in this pursuit. Right. How much is the treasure? Twenty grand? I mean I know. And aren't they pirates? Can't they find another start another? Yeah, no though? pirates go around robbing and stealing. Well, everything's guess. swell and dandy, but the kid's abducted, so they gotta have to rescue him before they leave. No, and they want this kid just because of the trail. Okay, everybody knows the plan. Yes. Okay, here's the other. This is it. This is the one funny scene. Bombay. Under Buckley, you get all of you in the right? Can you put the under there, right? Now then, you put your money here, right? Put your money there. That's it. Put your... Okay, I'm going to play the audio when him and Sellers meet. This is the only funny scene in the movie. This is it. You, you know, know it... we're talking about, you know, the gems. There's. If this whole movie was this scene that we're going to see, I oh, will okay. tell you this would be the best movie in the world. Because it's so out there. So he knows it's Billy Bombay, his own shipmate. And the way Mulligan plays the, the three-card Monty is so funny because he's really doing it. 
tell you, I see you still working your feet up there. I'd like to put a bit of money on it. So he's going to... So watch his hands. All right. It's there. He wins, but he doesn't collect any money. He just takes his money back. He just gets his money. Just... The director told him to keep hitting that, that, that tree branch. We can talk here over there. He'll be back. He's lost the boy, so he wants him to do it. Right. Because he can see ghosts as well. the funniest scene Treza. right so so milligan writes these rewrites and suddenly it's like hot rod with cool beans the, the <laughs> Treza, Treza. and the humor is funny it's like a lot of words but the punchline is and you know, <laughs> the director said i asked spike to hit the uh thing so he hits it and then he's like self-conscious about it and he's looking at different camera angles and he breaks the fourth wall right it's right. he goes Come over here. He goes, well, we'll talk over here, over there. And Sellers walks off. And he turns to the camera. He'll and he goes, be back. He'll be back. It's so fucking funny. Like, yeah. had the, you know, and it was obviously, like, they'll say on IMDb, this film was directed by Medic and well, scenes for Mulligan. But Medic said, I was the one directing these scenes. I'm asking okay. him to do this. But this is the rewritten material. So it has a completely different tone. And he does bring that up. One other thing about this uh, documentary is that he talks to other bitter directors that work with Peter Sellers. <laughs> and they have horror stories of their own. So they talk to the director of the fiendish, the fiendish plot of Dr. Fu Manchu. Right. That's, they talk um, to, um, to the director of Casino Royale um, from yeah. the 60s. He, he was so pissed at the director of Casino Royale. Peter didn't talk to me for three days. They're breaking the kid free right now. Peter Sellers was really a, just a little jerk. I'll know? tell you, yeah, spoiled, that, spoiled. that documentary is available on Tubi. When you're on Tubi, there's other documentaries about Peter Sellers, including one he produced himself in the 1960s. Okay. So it, it's him like, oh, you know, I think that uh, I, I don't like meteorocracy. You know, like he'll, he'll be very yeah. full of himself, uh -huh. but it's all shot under his control. And then I don't know if you ever saw the HBO movie, the live 
and death of Peter yeah, Sellers. I liked it. I liked it too. I actually got the DVD from Walgreens for two dollars back in twenty six. Whoa, two thousand six. I bought the DVD and I watched it during the pandemic in twenty twenty, and I really liked it. Mm-hmm. And then I got I threw it away after that. I'm like, get it out of my house. Whoa. But yeah, he's he's awful to his kids. He's awful to his many wives. He's awful yeah. to everybody. I really like the way he had an experience with a player in his life. He would become them. Yeah. Right? I mean, like and he's totally on. And, Look, and just end the check chapter. Out, check out the stunt. So they're escaping. Okay. And the boy is going to climb. They're hanging off. He's going to hang it and he's going to fall. So they must be some stunt actor who's the size of a kid who makes this jump. All right. So we cut to somebody falling off. Such a long jump, and they like, are you okay? Yeah, never. I feel fine. Never better, <laughs> dude. I would be like pancake batter. Yeah, absolutely. Well, they tried. He tried. You know, the boy gets captured. He's like, oh no, my ticket out of here. I'll ask my friend to do it. No dice. So they get. The, they free the kid. How nice is that? How humane. Their colorful boat, colorful boat is pulling out. Yeah, I mean these are beautiful shots, some of it, but you know they were just saying he didn't know what he was doing. Whoa! I got me a Cypriot crew. The horror. Uh. Apricot Cypriot. Yeah, one of the things they were saying is that like. Peter Sellers got more and more withdrawn and okay. was just very alone during the shoot. Like, and uh, they, they, another problem was the director himself. The director himself has a really interesting story. He was born in 37 in, in uh, Budapest. And then w- he was seven years old when the Germans invaded in 44. Uh-huh. And he had him and his family pretended to be Christian. And they were able to escape. Right. However, so after the war, his older brother by two years died. He was oh. the brother was sixteen, he was fourteen. Then oh, cool. his father okay. died. Oh wait, how did the brother die or you don't know? I don't really know. Okay. You know, I it wasn't the like father di- the father had a heart attack. He died holding his with his arms around this the director as a kid. He what? was holding his son and he died of a heart attack. That is hilarious. So he, you know, his big movie up to this point was The Ruling Class with uh, Peter O'Toole. In the documentary, he said, my wife committed suicide during the shoot. Right. So this guy is like full of self-guilt, self-hatred and self-guilt. So when all this shit's going down, he he blamed himself. And I think one of the reasons why he did this documentary decades later was to just clear the air for himself. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, to see it from another perspective. All right, though here here's some wacky. He? Yeah. He 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 wants to mutiny, so they're gonna make him walk the plank. Okay, so he wanted to mutiny, so they're there's some mulligan humor in this. Defense, and we are you have the, the kid doesn't like it. He's gonna say Oh, you'll see. Okay. 
Not the pokey, pokey, pokey. Here we go. Think of his mother. Think of your mother. <laughs> That's the joke. Yeah. All right, before he dies, he's going to sing a song. Pokey Pokey. He says, well, uh, it's looking at my mother. I want to sing a song for my mother. And the joke, Carl, it's going to take a couple minutes. Okay. Someone's going to throw food at him and he's going to go off the plank. He said, why'd you do that? He goes, I can't stand the song. Somebody's going to throw food at him. He's going to throw something at him. It's going to knock him off the plank. Oh, he's okay, going to okay. crash into the water. And they'll say, why'd you do that? He goes, I can't stand the song. One thing, like he was saying he was in the helicopter shooting above and suddenly like planes went by. Right. Like, the Israeli war was going to start in the next couple of days. So oh, they had like it's uh, the Mediterranean, yeah. Yeah. This guy with the glasses, he's he's in the documentary saying that uh they treated him like shit. The boy's going to save him? Yeah. And help, I can't swim. Cuz the guy goes, "Help, I can't swim." So he jumps in. I know this is all like I don't want to walk the plank and then they immediately jump in. Uh and he's like, I can't swim either. Yeah, it's stupid. Wait, so Peter Sellers can't swim either? None of them can. So and here why? comes our... Yeah. So he saves them. Meanwhile, okay, so, treading, they were treading water. like. I think so. So this is where the fallout occurs during the shooting here. And there's a point where you're going to see Peter Sellers and Tony together. And it's, it looks great. Because right now they're together. Everything's swell. But yeah. at a certain point, they're going to not be in the same scene together. You'll see how they do it. Oh, okay. So let's see. Uh, I watched this movie twice, Carl. I really tried to get the plot going, and I just yeah. hate it. Yeah, yeah, okay. I have to think of something. Now, then, I another thing. What a I don't know what the drone is. I tried listening to this a couple times. Yeah, the kid's pissed. Like he has a little more agency. But we are. I think they're uh, sending him to like a. Is that know. a little island? Yeah. God, even the sound is like no. It's not scored this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why wouldn't we have a little music going? Up, you know, like appropriate for yeah, little Kesha in the background. Oh yeah. So, what are you doing? The captain told us to do it. Okay. Hey, what are you doing? Don't touch that. This is it. This is the fallout. They're not going to be in the same scene together. Same shot. Okay, so right now we're yeah, it's post fallout. He's he's standing in the little 
trapdoor thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If that's what you want. So they're going to fight. How stupid is this? Right? He won't he won't appear in the same scene with them, so they, they set it up that they're fighting through that door, that trap. I guess it's funny. It's not funny, girl. Listen, man, we've known each other for decades. This is not yeah. funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just silly, you know, it's uh silly in an unfunny way. Yeah. Now he's taunting the Yeah, so Sellers mocked him, oh you poor American cowboy. During the dueling scene, Peter teased Tony. Tony pulled his pirate sword out while Tony was on the poop deck, went to attack him, didn't, brought it down. Sellers didn't see it, but Bert did, told Sellers. Sellers gets so pissed off, he removes his wig, throws it in the ocean. I will never be in the same frame with Tony Francisco, Francisco again. Okay, weren't they just this moment, though? Yeah, but, I mean, it's the magic of editing. I mean, uh-huh. you know, so there's the scenes that they're together is before the fallout, basically, or they yeah. had to do the okay. shoot. You know, he... He had probably had to do it. So, you know, when Spike arrived, he wasn't fans of the director. He was side, he was team Peter, but he got to respect them. And, you know, he, especially after the cigarettes, brouhaha. But what happens is that Peter Sellers and Spike Milligan has a fallout. Look how funny. Really? Look Another smiling. fucking fallout, Peter yeah. Sellers? Jesus yeah. Christ. I fucking love this guy. Why is he getting hung? I keep thinking it's like mutiny or some bullshit like that. You know, because he like knows he figured out. Yeah, he okay. figured out that this guy was going to just kill the captain once the once the treasure's there. Okay. Oh yeah, he says you're not going to. Uh, you'll pay for this. They're about to hang him, so the hangman says you'll pay for this, and Seller says, "No, nah, I'm doing this for free." That's the joke. Oh my God! You know that I think they're on the Treasure Island. Are we done with this film? We still have more. So we still have B- Billy Bombay. Oh my God! We have over thirty minutes left. Uh huh. Uh, Carl, now you know. Don't worry, man. I think there's like one funny bit coming up. Okay, good, good. I'm looking forward. Oh, to there, it. there's a funny bit. It's very Monty Python, gum, Professor Gummy, and you'll see. Spike well, Milligan's you know, great. he's made me laugh during this film. I'm waiting for the next laugh. Right. Like, what's the gag now? Who is it? Stand still. Like, what does he keep going? Like, he's here something. You know, it, they shot this film for... So, this all looks the same. Fucking Cyrus looks the same. These old bullshit, you know, therapists. Well, I wonder if that was, like, Roman or Greek. I mean, Cyprus is right next to Greece and... And Rome, yeah, empire days, you know. Sure, the island of Cyprus, the island of Cyprus, Cypriots galore, the island of Cyprus. So, I this is something Cypriot. All right, the kid's gonna figure it out. He goes under this tree. You remember that the king was eating that awful eggplant-looking fruit? Is he cover gravity? Okay, so here, yeah, the king. Okay. So it's like, I think it's juniper. It's some kind of juice, uh, fruit that they use 
for invisible ink. Okay. And the map is not clear. The boy's going to have this epiphany after this whole shenanigans with his old shipmate. So uh, the pirate map has got some invisible ink, and he's going to get the juice that he needs to... Decode. Not even that. He's going to say he must have got the juice from this tree. I Just bet you idea. the treasure is buried under this tree. Oh. What? Right. Hey, it's my old captain buddy. Who is it? Yeah, this this kind of fruit. I don't know, like whatever it's called. He says, like, if the map was used that ink, the the ca Captain Roz must have just fucking put it under the tree. Okay. So but they're not going to discover that till now. We're going to discover another treasure. Remember uh, Billy Bombay said, I have my own treasure. It's Silva. Yes, that's right. Yep. They're going to search for treasure, and they're going to accidentally find Billy's uh, treasure, which is just cannonballs. Cannonballs? Are they and that's in the book. Are they made of silver, or they're just silver-colored, or...? They are painted black, but they're all made of silver, and, of course, the ship uh, attacks Billy with using the uh, cannonballs. Okay, so they blow, they fire they just, away their treasure. That's exactly right. And there's a whole scene where he says, You idiot, it's made of silver. How many of the balls do you use? And they go, All, all of them? them? Yeah. <laughs> Now I'll have to go collect them from the sea bottom. Basically. Uh, ghost hunt. So there's the captain can finally use this boy to talk to the ghost. This is Mazes and Monsters uh, cave. Yeah. Listen, it's great. I don't know if it's great, but it's it's not great acting. It's 67 days to shoot, and it went from super hot and to like windy to sub zero weather. Like, it's, it's, the weather was a big factor in making this movie suck. Making and it suck, yeah. He confronted the producer, and the producer says, You know, we lost money on this film. Once the money was there, we couldn't back out. Okay. And yeah, you were used as a punching bag. You know, you. Who was used as a punching bag? The director. They blamed everything on the director. One of the things okay. Tommy Clyde. The fire, one of the fired producers did was he gets fired and he shoots off a letter to the people in the mainland saying, this director doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. And the director <laughs> saw this letter uh, in the archives. Every movie has these boxes, they say, of archives. And they're right. going through it. And he's like, oh, we shouldn't have showed that to you, Peter. And he's like, no, this is bullshit. This is all lies. But it set the course. The producer lied to the people away saying the director doesn't know shit. They write this nasty letter saying the director needs to learn how to make a film. And he's saying, like, but they couldn't, he couldn't quit. He had a second kid coming, and uh, the director gets blamed if he quits. So he yeah. actually stayed and made this movie. 67 days. He said they had a, a party. They shot some of the scenes like the Irish scene at a, a studio in London, okay. in, in England, and they had a cast party there. And he said, well, as director, I wanted to show up. It was a hellish shoot. Nobody was there. There was nobody drunk, came to the party. There was two drunk crew members from a different movie being shot there that were there. <laughs> so, nobody went to the after party. Well, he delivers this movie. He goes back and he edits it. He gives it to Columbia Pictures, and they said this movie's incomplete. You know, we're not we're not going to do it. So uh, they shelved it. He didn't work for another five years. 
He says that you know the next thing he did was this Graham Chapman movie, and they were shooting in England next to the studio, the next to the set that was doing Revenge of the Pink Panther. Oh, and Peter Sellers came up to him and he said, "Oh no, no, I'm so I doesn't sound like true. We'll we'll buy the film and we'll have Spike narrate it." And he said, "Like it was a nice." They went out and they got drunk, and then years later, he read that Peter Sellers died of a heart attack at age fifty-four. So Peter Sellers never followed through with anything he promised. No, he didn't. But they he, they left on better terms. Like they were able to like drink uh -huh. it out. Okay. I but he also died of that fake heart attack for real at fifty four. Yeah, yeah. He faked a heart attack, and then he really did die of a heart attack. He had a heart attack, faked it, and then he died for real of a heart attack. Is he seeing a ghost right now? Yes, finally, right? We finally see a ghost, huh? What was the last time you used the phrase noonday? Like noonday sun. Never. What about the preposition in? In the new in the ghost in the noonday sun. Now it just rolls off my tongue. Noonday sun right now. So wait, we just saw a real metaphysical thing. No, it's it's the captain it's the his crewmate playing a prank on him. Oh great. <laughs> Which is where the wrong guy's treasure is. Right. Don't you like that little psych gag? He's yelling from a tree and they cut to the captain in the boat going, ah, oh, ta-da! <laughs> yeah, that was funny. So now they're going to dig it up and thinking they found treasure, but no, they just found cannons and cannonballs. They just found these cannonballs. So they're going to use the cannonballs. They'll bring it on the ship, but they're going to search again for the treasure. For the real treasure. Yeah, I mean, is that funny? They they find someone else's treasure? I guess. This is in the book, too. This storyline. A lot of this is the book. I mean, obviously, the, the, the jokes added in the uh, name fuckery and shit like that. <laughs> fuckery. I don't think Dick Scratcher was a kid's fuckery. name. You know, in the book, his name was Dick Scratcher. No, he was Captain Scratch, I think, or Scratcher. Look how right next to each other they are. It looks like it's under a big W. You can't miss it. He like tapped it's on mad, him. Mad, 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 mad. Right, right, mad, mad. They're doing this shot. The camera's in the hole as they look down at their, their treasure. Very Orwellian. George Orwellian? From no, uh, um, I meant, um, I made a mistake, not Orwellian. Uh, Orson Welles is what I was thinking of. Oh, Orson Welles. I stop telling myself that I can get a little high. Well, honestly, we're, we're this record at this time. You, you couldn't wait. You got work tomorrow. You time to write. <laughs> oh, let's try it. Look at this all goofy shit. You know yeah, exactly yeah, what yeah. they're doing. Let's hear it. <laughs> <laughs> right in his eyes. Right in his eyes, Carl. Oh, 
He blew that powder right in that guy's open eyes. And you think, oh, the cruelty, the cruelty. That guy was was with the joke. He opened oh, his I eyes. Know. Look, he's, he's so depressed he's going to drink in bed. Okay, now here comes Spike Milligan's crew. Looking for the treasure, their treasure. Yep, and they all look like Spike Milligan. Interesting, funny. Now, what? One of the British officers, the, the upright one, he said that Spike Milligan asked us to dress as Spike Milligan, and I refused. The director himself was saying that he would say, hey, Spike, and someone else, Spike Milligan trained them to, to uh, act like him. So <laughs> other people would answer, and he wouldn't know which Spike Milligan is on. <laughs> like they all have to rip. This is like Professor Gummy, I guess. They all look the same. Yeah, they all, ooh, ooh. Oh, we hate Scratcher. It's goes, funny, right? This is funny. He goes, oh, Scratcher took it. I scratch. And they all start scratching. Oh, yeah, it's a little key stone copy. Scratch. Oh, yeah, it's good. No. Oh. What a and then they go and ship. This is all added. I mean, this is different tone. You know, he was not complaining, but he brought up like you can't carry an entire movie like with this type of humor. You know, it needs some kind of. But I would love it. I would love every single scene to be like this. Yeah. The, the thing is, you're not. You suspend disbelief. It's just being stupid. But it wasn't the whole. It's a different tone. Well, okay. Well, I mean, like him going cha 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 cha, yeah. you know, that's not well, that was Spike again, though. Yeah. That scene. Okay, well, they're gonna stop these mulligans by shooting the the cannonballs at them. Okay, I gotcha. And again, like this is practical effects, so hopefully they just have a bunch of hats in the water as they shoot cannonballs at them. But it looks like they hit him. Like he's gonna be on land, and they're gonna knock a couple right by him. Oh, they're all making silly noises. I mean, it's funny, especially if you're a Spike Mulligan fan. Like now, pick... does Spike Mulligan realize those are my cannonballs? That's right, because he's going to go on shore, and they're going to land, and he's going to look at the balls and realize it's his silver cannonballs. Okay, so now they need to do a scavenger hunt. The they don't ocean. even bother. The okay. joke is they waste. Yeah, how many did you shoot? All of them. Yeah, that's it. And sure enough, they shoot all of them. And they both commiserate. You know, okay, here we go. Look how close it goes. Right? That's close. Holy shit! Yeah, but I mean, are they really cannibals? It's a movie. It landed with an explosion. It has to be something. Yeah. The Irish pop guy. Now, in the movie, this is a very clear scene. He's singing about the boy. Oh, my brother's been killed. So my lovely daddy's more 
Wait, all his crew is dead? I guess so. What a cool that makes things a lot easier. You know, they shut down production when they helicoptered him out. Uh, Life is right. going on. It's still going on and on. Ow! Ow! Look at that. And then he throws the cannonball. Ow! Like you like the little hands hand in hands? Yeah. That's what I'm movie. saying. If that was in every scene, I would be like, what the fuck is this movie? But now I just kind of half-heartedly be like, yeah. Look how he throws the silver. Yeah. You'd think he would be collecting his silver. He was too angry. I think he just wants to kill the guy. Is it like clearly not Ireland? Probably it looks like Ireland. Well, right now it's not. It, right now they're not in Ireland. It was only just for when they protected oh, the boy. Oh, okay. They went to Algiers and now they're at their mystery uh, treasure they're island. They're at some Mediterranean island. Yeah. Got you, got you, I'll fire. In another moment, I'd have thrown him in pieces. Ah. What's the matter with you? Hmm. What's cutting here, Jesus? Never liked it before. You stole my treasure. You stole my balls. Huh? We ain't got no balls, and we ain't got no treasure. Huh? Uh, so he explains it to him now. Right. So keep oh. it up. He's going to go, how many did you shoot? Right. What? I is a king's ransom. King balls. I hear how many did we fire? All of them. Oh, 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 Okay, you get the idea. So yeah. they finally get our friend Billy Bombay from Bombay to ghost hunt. If they could really treasure hunt, it would be an effort, but they need to start crawling the shore. Mm -hmm. the, the, the silver's right there. They shot the cannons all in one spot. Right. Right, they would just have to, to go in the ground. I don't think they even want to. They're just like, fuck yeah, it, there's another treasure. Yeah. Listen, you can see ghosts, right? Yeah, I can see them with my eyes closed. Well, great. Oh, well, let's go oh, find the other treasure. I'm going to see me some ghosts. Yes, oh. I don't even think so. He said, what did you stop for? It was dead. 
Yeah. All right. So again, Tony and the other guy there, they don't, they got other plans and they're going to get this kid involved. Okay. So okay. eventually we got to move from this scene, Carl, to the scene where the boy discovers a treasure underneath the trees. Yep. Because they he were said, made with the, uh, that fruit, the Brazier fruit. Yeah. The Brazil, the, the eggplant the, uh, fruit, the bonk, the, I mean, like, it's a classic young adult novel. Uh, and if you're looking for pirate books, it's always recommended. And... Always recommended. Yeah. You know, when they said, like, the unseen Peter Sellers classic, uh -huh. that's the wrong use of the word classic. Classic is something that was released once and it was so good that it has endured it has had legs it was a piece of gold that's a classic hey check it out it's a piece of shit movie from robin williams that's off the shelf no it's a lost robin williams classic yeah but lost robin williams film not a classic because family classic can't it's, be lost it's the lost family classic your whole family loved it look no. 101 You're... Dalmatians was a family classic because we all saw it. Because our family saw it and we love it. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Let me see. I had some information about the actors. I mean, I talked about Tony and the two guards. I think I had one other person. I didn't look up anything from the kid. Uh-huh. No problem. You know? eh, children don't count. Oh no, the other the other actor was just the guy on from the documentary saying he wasn't able to eat at the commissary. They wouldn't let him eat at the buffet. Even well, though he was, well. he was a fucking dude. If you were one of the pirates and you were yeah. on the ship, yeah. They yeah. one of the one of the crew, like they set up a uh, a dolly shot, they built a uh, tracks four in the morning for a six o'clock shoot. And Peter Sellers at that point said, I want to meet the crew. And he said, we got to rebel against the director. Sellers did? Yeah. Sellers and inspired them? No, the director said he was just acting like one of the characters from his movie, It's All Right, Jack. Like, he was pretending oh. to be like a worker or something like that. What a jerk. Yeah, in the book, too, the captain, like, beats the shit out of the boy. I was I was following up on as a week. lesson or something. I get oh. what you when you duck someone. Here we go. They found the ghost. Here it is, Carl. The ghost. Right there in the midnight sun. Wait, no, midday. No, it's the noonday. Yeah, so this is not the midnight. It's a good good ghost. Hey, my pirate friend. Also, this these these uh title cards. Yes. It must be because they didn't have anything. He must have just added them. You know. In editing, in post. Here we go. I mean. Julep. Wait a minute. When you wrap the hobbit to his treasure map, he has faded away. Must have been dipping his quill in uh, Jennifer juice. Jennifer juice. And Spencer said 
he was fixing Jennifer's teeth just before he choked to death. Well, fix the Jennifer tree. I don't remember that in the beginning of the movie. Okay. Do you remember him spitting seeds out? No. Yeah. Now, if it's under the tree, how can you, I mean, it looks like the ground's undisturbed. Like, no, maybe. there's there's more than meets the eye. Okay. Now, if that sky stinks it up, he will keep it for himself. But if we do, we will share it with the crew after we have delivered it to today. Then you said that must be buried here. Right. Look, so they've been sitting under this tree for fuck all, and now they're suddenly like, look, it's fake. Look, I found a, a fucking shovel. They find a shovel in the dirt. And also, this island's not that big. I mean... Okay, if they found a shovel in the dirt, is that unrealistic? It's probably realistic because it had been used to bury. He must have buried it. I don't understand. He killed the guy and he fell into the treasure. Like, so when they discover the treasure, are they going to find the, the skeleton? Is that what we were seeing? It was when he said, when will yeah. supper be ready? He right. fell onto the treasure. Oh, there's another funny joke in this movie where they go, uh, what's for dinner? The pirates are, uh, and they, the, the other cook, the new cook says, beans, uh, bean salad. He goes, uh, I don't know what it's been. Uh, bean stew. He goes, I don't know what it's been, but it ain't stew. <laughs> it's bean stew. Bean it's bean stew. stew. Oh, well, what I is it now? It bean, but now it's stew. <laughs> I'm not. Right, like this family. Is this a family film? Like I bring the kid to watch this film? Yeah, I guess so. Nothing really. 70s, yeah. Yeah. That is a very good question. They were what just we What comes after 12? 13. 13. Oh, oh. No, 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 no. Don't say that to a pirate, Carl. Don't say that 13 that to a number pirate. is... Bad luck. Look, they just find pickaxes. Okay, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is it is it a believable premise? Because I think so, but there? I also feel like wouldn't they remember that? Like, he killed the guy over the buried treasure, and he forgets where it is. I get that, but... Yeah, like, why... Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, why did he forget? I mean, he did murder him right on the treasure. He didn't see that, or he's... Maybe there's multiple treasures. No. A penny of these ones, any of these here up. You have my personal permission to take them. Right now. Right, they're just riffing outside. Yeah. It yeah, the movie ran out of steam at this point. But we're still gonna watch it, Carl. Stay yeah, me, we buddy. sure are. Uh eight more minutes of this seven, seven and a half. A lot of times <laughs> you really want to watch a bad movie, but it's so hard and it's so nice to have friends or somebody with you. The documentary was better. Yeah, is that what you're you're pitching our audience? Yeah, so we we're doing it. We're but making. I don't it. know, but this one is so bad. Maybe it's okay. What is he finding? Uh, I don't know. Oh, there's Roz. Uh -huh. Oh, I think he does a, a Hamlet joke. Uh -huh. I knew him well. 
I knew him well. I knew him, Horatio. Yeah, you know what? I keep forgetting of that scene. That's like way at the end of Hamlet, right? Like you got a castle, things are happening, and then he goes to a fucking gravestone, a graveyard. Well, I think Shakespeare was trying to get us for ready for the suicide uh, contemplation, a whiff of death, as it were. Huh. But what do I know? You like that joke? What was it? I don't he had a hook, and he waved his hook in his face, and then he removes the hook, and he has a wagging finger there that he starts wagging at him. <laughs> okay. Well, he doesn't know where the treasure is. He's going to discover the treasure because he's going to discover the other three crew members uh, with their treasure. And they're going to equitably distribute it. They're going to share it. You know, Carl, I don't know how this movie ends. Why? Because I don't, I'm trying to figure out in my head, like, where it ends, and I just can't, I can't. I mean, where's this leading? No, wait, Nowhere. is it, did you only watch it, you'd watch the no. documentary and this only one time? No, I watched the documentary twice, and I watched this movie close to two times. <laughs> I tried, man, the second okay, time no, was I understand, it really sucks, but uh, the thing is, I mean, I don't want to tell you how to do my job. You, but I, you, you, I, you don't have to. Force you don't yourself. Have to. You don't have to tell me a job. I did everything for you. Okay. Yeah, I know. I, I, I'm. It's just the. It throws audience. my time. It throws my timing off when you tell me what to do. Okay, I will stop. But I appreciate it though, because you are the king. All right, they found the treasure. <laughs> Okay, so now they're all They're hitting each other in the head. This is this funny, right? It's funny. throws it up yeah i mean yeah the sound effect hopefully they're you know yeah i mean it's funny these these pirates are going to bring the boy home Okay, that's the best thing. Wow, that's it. Oh, wait. Oh, this is the ending. I remember this. Oh, not that either. Hit me down from the <laughs> Listen, Carl, 
they barely talk to each other until 45 minutes into the film, and now they can't, can't separate them. So what happened to the... They had a falling out, too, I guess. Yeah, in real life, they had a falling so out, bad too. that they wouldn't shoot together. No, it wasn't as bad as that. They just were... You know, they've been friends for decades and, and companions, so they have their ups and downs. There was a down. Yeah, so this is how the film ends. The pirates tie these guys up, bury them, and uh, take the treasure off and become pirates. And then here comes the ending. Yay. Yay. Shot in blurry cypress. Yes. And then uh, over in Weston. Carl, what do you think of this movie? Um, I don't know what to think of it. Sometimes it made me laugh. I don't know what to think of it. it bag of alligators. Clive, oh, so Clive Rebell was the uh, the king of uh, Algiers. Oh, okay, okay. I don't know what to think. I don't know. I would have to really see it without our show, I guess, because sometimes it was making me laugh, but I think you were highlighting the funny parts, and I saw some draggy-ass parts. You know, so um, what did you think of this movie, Michael? Hi, Carl. Hi. I had a little internet hiccup. What did you think of this movie? I mean, I love Spike Milligan, and he's he's what I especially understand what he's doing. I could see like some funny stuff. So and I was completest. Yeah, but this is a real like. I think the documentary really, really is good. Uh, he's made other movies, you know, uh, Species 2. He's done a lot of TV, you know, he's he, Remington Steel to, uh -huh. like, most recent stuff. He's been around, right? And we know of him. But this film, like, the documentary was great. It was one of the few times I've seen a movie about a bad film from the director who made it. And yeah, I recommend no, that, that on TV. This, this was just kind of garbage i don't know it was nothing happening and there was only a few good scenes and they were completely out of place of what else was there uh but i like i like the funny stuff in there but it was just would you have hard. liked to seen spike from the beginning like throughout would you have liked to see him be part of the project it might have been yeah. funnier if if they had a real script if they had like people who knew how to produce this film and they weren't trying to shoot like that yeah. They would have been able, if Spike Milligan was involved and it was as crazy as that market scene, every single scene, I would be raving about this film. It would probably wouldn't be, it would probably be even harder to watch, but it would just be like so much fun that there's a film like that. Have you learned how to say Cypriot yet from this episode? Cypriot? Very close, very close. Man, well, we would like to hear what you say. So please write down what your opinion. Put it in on a piece of paper. Below. Yeah, uh, the comments and then put that piece of paper in a glass bottle. Put a cork in the bottle and throw it out your window. And we'll, yeah, yeah. see if it makes not... its way to us. That way, you gave us their opinion, and we don't have to read it. Uh, anyway, so that's been our movie. Uh, sorry, we tortured the audience with a, the ghost in. The noonday sun. This God. might be the episode to skip. <laughs> no, what do you think? You're gonna say that after? No, I, I, I researched this movie. I don't uh -huh. think there's any skip, skipping needed. Okay. Carl, are you excited about next week's movie? I'm not sure. Does it? Is it Wells? No. Well, yeah, right. That's our next one. Well, okay. Wasn't there another? No, well, we... there is another one. 
it, it's the um the human uh, yeah the 1927 film oh right so right we're going back to the uh films from 1927 as you know they've now are in the public domain right we're watching them we have uh sunrise sunrise the story of two yeah. human the which story. i've seen carl it's an amazing film uh by amazing okay. i mean you can barely see it like it's so bright everything but it's cool and not to be confused with the science fiction movie sunrise where they have to stop the they sail to the uh sun i never saw it it was Danny Boyle movie. They go at night, right? For, you know, because it's dangerous. Yeah, that's the only time you can go to the sun. Right. When yeah. it, well, sometimes if there's like an eclipse, you get lucky and there's an eclipse. Then you go. Let's go. Get in the ship. We're going. Quick, quick. We only have five minutes. No time to piss. We gotta go. <laughs> you can piss on the ship. Do it out the window. We don't have a trailer for this film, but it's one of the films that are now in the public domain. What it is, is it a called? Sunrise. But there's a tagline. Yeah, some really awful tagline. Oh, okay, here it is. Sunrise, a song of two humans. That's it. 1927. Yep. Sunrise, so come, a song of two humans. That'll be next time. Come back next week. Check All us right. out. Great. We'll be, we'll be here on the YouTube. We'll be here on the podcast. And we're always here on muniradio.fm. And on Facebook, Twitter, and, and Discord, Discord. Also, you yeah. can write a piece of uh, write a note, put it in a <laughs> bottle. We're on Discord. We're on Datcord. All yeah, the cords. All the cords. These cords right here. These nuts. Listen, should we end this podcast with these nuts? See you next time. These nuts right here. <laughs> all right. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Beagleman. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Beagleman.
MutinyRadio.fm is the flat found round flat sound round ain't no clown Ontario And I take comfort From memories there And in my mind I still need a place to go All my best changes Were there
Why me, Lord, what have I ever done to deserve even one of the pleasures I've known? Tell me, Lord, what did I ever do that was worth loving you or all the kindness you've shown Lord help me Jesus I've wasted it so help me Jesus I know what I am 
Try me, Lord, if you think there's a way I can try to repay all I've taken from you. Maybe, Lord, I can show someone else what I've been through myself on my way back to Lord, help me, Jesus, I've wasted it, so help me, Jesus, I know what I am. Now that I know that I needed you, so help me, Jesus, my soul's in your I never 
wouldn't know tomorrow and the money, love, and time we had to spend. Loving her was easier than anything I'll ever do.
Round the ball.
girl, boy? I want to tell you about your girlfriend. <laughs> what about my girl? But you don't look strong enough to take the message. <laughs> I'm strong enough. I might hurt your feelings. My feelings already hurt by being here with you.
Jai 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 Jai